0: Thank you very much, now. I will love you and love you. And I mean it, you've got to love Jesus. Hallelujah. Not only saying, but love him. He's a good man. Praise the Lord. Today we are here to hear the word of God and also to remember to give thanks to to our dear sister who has gone to be with the Lord. And I, I boldly proclaim that on the basis of my own experience with her life. Here was a sister who came, joined her sister in fellowship in here. And she gave her own personal testimony when she was baptized in the pool up there. At the back there, as we sat, she was so joyful that Christ has been given to her. And uh, she's one of those that the Lord decided to take away from this life. It's not sickness. It is just the timing of the Lord. Hallelujah. I'm saying that because when you read a scripture... That's when you understand there are many ways in which God will call an individual. And it's so happening that she was called through that means of sickness in that manner. Do you know the prophet of God who was so mighty in the things of God, Elisha, who did such great miracles? He was also called home by sickness, according to 2nd Kings chapter 13. And when they even buried him, they were going to bury somebody else who was dead. Listen to this. And as soon as the body of that person who was dead touched the grave of the man of God, that man woke up. And yet... The man of God had gone to heaven. So there is time for everything. And so families, don't be discouraged. But I can only tell you one thing that your cousin, whatever name, and what whatever be the connection with her is. She, would, she is in heaven now telling the Lord that let the servant tell my family. The truth that I encountered. And so it will be great if you listen to this. Amen. Father in heaven, we stand before you, giving you thanks for the privilege to carry your word. It is not a small thing to be called. And neither would I ever take it for granted that you have graced me to carry the message. And so, Lord, I connect to you. Holy Spirit who is at work in me both to will and to do the good pleasure of the Lord that the word of God may come forth the way you would have it to be in Jesus name and everyone said uh, I I have to start it on the note of our dear sister Karen because um, I I was quite close to her she came to my house I prayed for her I interceded for her a lot My wife and the woman were interceding for her, and I know for sure that God heard our prayer, but God decided to take her home. But I remember one occasion when I had to visit her at Kolebu Hospital, and when I was climbing up, I was saying to myself, Lord, I'm going to pray for the sick, and according to your word, the sick ought to be healed. What would you have me to tell her when I get there? And I could hear in my spirit a very clear scripture in First John chapter five, verse eleven and twelve. And so I went there, and I, as I I went with her dear sister, and I I I stood by her bed, and I said, Karen, I'm here. In fact, she was the one who said, Pastor is here. And she was so delightful when she saw me. And then I, I I I went by her bedside, and. I said, Karen, I want to pray for you. She said, yes, Pastor. And then I said, well, this is what the Lord told me to tell you. And so I I opened the scripture and I read to her. And I want to read it to you as well. And then based on this, we will hear the word of God. The Bible says that this is the testimony that God has given us eternal life. And this life is only in His Son. It's not in the church. It's only in His Son. The verse number 12 says that, And he, he who has the Son, has life. He who does not have the Son of God, has no life. I spoke this to my sister. And from that moment till the day she died, her sister is a witness. All she said is that I have life because I have the Son of God. She spoke to her sister and said, take care of my children. I have a better place because Jesus encountered the woman when she was alive. She says, I give you my children. My children, take care of them. Don't cry for me. I am going to meet my maker. Do you have the son of God? This has nothing to do with I go to church. I bow and I made a sign of the cross. This has nothing to do with I drink wine. I drink communion. This has nothing. The Bible said, he who has the son has life. He who does not have the Son of God, you can build ten churches. You don't have life. How are you having the Son of God in you? Many people think that it is when I belong to the church, then I have life. No, sir. He who has the Son has life. He who does not have the Son of God has no life. I pictured the matter when I was sitting there on that day around the table. For the Freedoms were the ones who baptized her. Do you have a picture to put somewhere on the photo so they can see so they can see? I, I remember that day when they were asking. So you have the testimony now. You have been baptized. You are buried with Christ. You have resurrected with him. Do you have a testimony? Sister raised her hands. His sister spoke. And sister says now. I know I belong to Jesus. Ah. He who has the son. Has life. He who does not have the son of God. Has no life. Today. Today. I just want you to understand something. There are many of us sitting here. We are even doing the best we can. We have established our own righteousness. As to this, when I do, I will get the entrance. It's a lie. We ought to present the life we have to other people. The whole world is looking for only one thing. That is Jesus. That's what the whole world is looking for. He who has, do you have the Son of God? And if you really have Him, what is the difference in your life now? Are you still quarreling? Are you still lying? Are you still your same old and you are serving God in religion, the spirit of religion, but not a reality? No, 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 no. He who has the Son has life. Anybody who has, has life in Him, you carry Him. And He starts working you. He initiates things. And you do accordingly. Many people say they have Christ. But they are different from the man they say they have Him. Because of their actions. Her sister will tell you. She spoke to her prophetic things before she left her body. She spoke plain and straight. Tell this person that. Tell that person that. She called me one day. She wanted to be with me in this very room. And she made pronouncements. Said, There are some of them I won't say. But I thank God for the one that we are going to stand to thank God for her life. It's a test. You know, not not many people will die like that. I want you to know, not many people will die like that. So you better let the Son of God be very solid in you and you live for Jesus. Many of us live for church, but we don't live for him. The Bible says that we die to our flesh and we are made alive in the spirit. He who has the son has life. He who does not have the son of God has no life. Now, let me explain something. When the Bible says that he who has the son has life. And he who does not have the son of God has no life. Please don't take it lightly at all. You can be walking, but you are dead. If you don't have Jesus, you are walking, but you are dead. Chi will say, or Fante will say, Chi will say, To grab, grab. When it comes to Fante, it sounds better. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Ah, You may say, Pastor, what are you talking about? Are you saying I'm dead? The word of God said, I didn't say that. You think I'm wrong in saying it, come with me to Ephesians chapter two, verse number one. Listen to what the Bible says. And you he made alive. Oh! And you he made alive. Who were dead in trespasses and sins. In which you were, in which you once walked according to the course of this world, according to the prince of the power of the air, the spirit which now works in the sons of disobedience, among whom also we all once conducted ourselves in the lust of our flesh, fulfilling the desires of the flesh, And of the mind. And were by nature children of wrath. Just as the others. But God. Oh. Hallelujah. But God. Who is rich in mercy. Because of his great love. Now I heard you sing. Because of his great love. With which he loved us. Even when we were dead in trespasses. Made alive together with Christ. By grace you are saved. You've been saved. Blessed be the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. The Son of God. Now. Maybe when I said that. That you are alive but you are dead. You didn't understand or maybe you felt offended. Please don't be. But the truth is that if Jesus has, you have not encountered this man of Calvary. You have not sincerely, the word is sincerely, given your life to Jesus. I have good news for you. Let me tell you something. If genuinely you are not born again, Jesus has not turned you upside down. You are alive, but you are dead. Because the verse number one says, you he made alive who were dead. Some time ago, Dennis was was dead. But when the Son of God came into my life, he made me alive. He made me alive. There are, you see, I was dead in sin and trespasses. <laughs> and there are many people who are walking up and down in sin and lying in all kinds of things. And they say they are Christians. What kind of Christianity is that? No conviction. No <laughs> conviction. Greece, 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 Greece. What type of life is that? If you are in Christ, they slap you here. You turn here. Because his life is in you. Believers, we have a case. We have a case. This is why we must preach Jesus. Because he makes the dead become alive. This congregation will not say amen. Hallelujah. He makes the dead. Bro, I was dead in sin. I could do any sin under the sun. But when I heard the gospel, I was shaking, broke loose, brought to the cross. He took my sins nailed it to the cross and gave me life. He who has the Son has life. He who does not have the Son of God has no life. May I tell you, may I make it known that Only Jesus, genuinely in the heart of an individual, is made alive. Praise the Lord. Now everything is religion. We think that once I go to church, I'm a pastor of a church. I'm a pastor of a church. May I inform you that my being a pastor of a church doesn't make you you can even go around and say Reverend Dennis is my pastor. He preaches so oh, that that will not give you entrance. The only thing that will give you life is the son of God inside your heart and you have decided to be obedient to him. Today I cry. Let me tell you. I cry inside of me a lot of times. When I see reactions of people who go to church And I say, have they encountered a man of Calvary? If they are dead, truly, 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 and alive in Christ, they will not do this. Auntie Jenny, God will strengthen your heart to take care of the boys. And the boys will stand for the truth. They were given to you to take care. This, my God, Will see to it that they are cared for. So don't be discouraged. Today is your birthday, and you are celebrating Thanksgiving. Rejoice, because you led your sister to the eternal path. And forever she will be grateful. I see in our generation, you see, there's something every believer must understand anybody born by a woman even if pope born you you are a sinner even if they consecrated you in rome god doesn't know you the only thing that can let god see you Is when you will acknowledge that I'm a sinner and I need help. And you say, Jesus, come to my life. You will be made alive. See, when the Bible uses the word born again, most of us think it's a joke. When the Bible uses you are made alive, it's not a joke. At least, I thank my God that when Christ came in, I saw the difference. I saw it. I'm a testimony to myself. The things I used to do, I do them no more. Because the Son of God has dismantled the wickedness in me and has given me eternal life. Brethren, there are many people who are dead. And they are, unfortunately, because of the ignorance, they are very proud in their dead. May you be humble and say, Jesus, now that I am understanding, I will come to you. You see, how can the dead hear? But Jesus made a statement. The are dead. Let's go to John chapter 5. Maybe twenty four. John five, twenty four. May read to twenty nine. The Bible says, Most assuredly I say to you, He who hears my word, and the word I'm preaching, huh? This thing I'm preaching, if you will be bold to say, Huh? If this is it, then I'm ready for it. He says, He who hears my word. And believes in him who sent me has everlasting life. And shall not come into judgment. But has passed from dead into life. Most assuredly I say to you. The hour is coming. And now is When the dead will hear the voice of the Son of God, and those who hear will do what? So today may you hear and leave. I'm not talking, I'm not saying that come and join covenant family. I'm not saying that, you know, we are this way. Listen, there are people here also who don't respect the word of God. But God says that if if you will hear His Word and you will give in to His Word, you shall be made alive. Praise the Lord. And that is what my sister Karen encountered. She encountered this life. That woman had too much faith. And why God chose that she must go at this particular time... That one I give God the praise. Hallelujah. I will never argue. Because you see, for some of us we believe in what we ask the Lord. But the Lord said, Ha ha. And sometimes you can be a little confused because you say, Lord, why is she so young? Why she had a lot of young I mean she has little children and why did you take her at this time? You know, we can reasonable we we can be reasonable in our minds. But you see, your reasonability does not change the word of God. Why the prophet Elisha died when he had done a lot of miracles. He died by sickness. He had done a lot of miracles. And yet, in fact, even his carcasses, somebody they are carrying to go and bury. It touches the corpse of this man. He resurrects and the man is gone. So you cannot argue. We are happy. We are happy. Sister Karen, be with Jesus or we too we will come. I'm not afraid of that. I know in whom I have believed. So, but as long as I'm here, this is why I want to preach to everybody. I want you to know, today after church, we are despising everything, putting it aside. As many as are willing, come along. We are going into houses to tell them black and white, you need Jesus. He who has him has life. If you don't have him, you don't have life. I beg you, would you come and join him and allow him? We are going to do it. Twice in a month, we're going to do it. We're going to go back into those serious snatching for some snatch. The Bible says. So we're going to go. And I plead with you that you join us. Amen. See, most assuredly I say to you that I was coming now when the dead were here. Now to bonyo kakla. I'm bruffling it. I'm progressing. <laughs> Hallelujah. Goat. When you see him coming, he can really display. If you want to catch goat, see, goat can go on and make a quick stop. <sniffs> Catching a goat is not a small thing, but when, when, when the toe is dead. When you are coming with your sharp knife, will it run? But you see, the Bible says that the hour is coming. Those that are dead, implying that you can be alive and be dead. But when you give in to Jesus, another resurrection of life starts from inside, and you become so alive. Alive to God. Alive to God. Let me finish reading verse number twenty six. For as the Father has life in Himself, so He has granted the Son also to have life in Himself. Let's continue. And has given Him authority to execute judgment also, because He is the Son of Man. Do not marvel at this, for the hour is coming in which... Sorry, for the hour... Is coming in which all who are dead in the grave will hear the voice. There are some of us who are already in the grave. Hall, but today may you hear and come out of the grave. When I say there are some of us who are already in the grave, you don't understand. But may I break it down? You are alive, but you are already in the grave, and Satan is already jubilating, because religion is your star. You think that when I do this, when I cross my leg, when I put my forehead down, when I do this. No, 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 no. There was a man who had stolen... Who was a murderer hanging on the tree together with Jesus? When one was blaspheming, he saw, Don't you fear God. This man as he's standing here, there's nothing wrong with him. Because of him, we are seeing all kinds of strange things. I know that he is the Messiah. Papa, when you go to your kingdom, remember me. He said, uh, Nobiso. We will go today today. Praise the Lord. I'm begging you. This thing I'm preaching, you don't know how my inside is like fire. I am staying with Jesus. I am going to preach Jesus until I die. I will carry life and transfer to many people. Because I have seen that, you know, let me be honest with you. I don't care now for nothing. I don't care. Not for money, not for, I don't, I don't care, I don't care. I won't sit down and do all kinds of calculations. I don't have time for that. All I have time for is that I may know him. Whom to know is life eternal. Ha! Ah. Today I celebrate my sister. Thank God. Because, you see, I'm closer to her sister. Somehow she became closer to me. And I loved her. We had. She came to my house. We sat down. She came to my office a couple of times. And, you know, when she was at the hospital, I was there. I prayed for her. I've been praying for her. Asking, Lord, save, save, save. The Lord said, she has life. Now, when the Lord gave me the word, I gave it to her. And from that day, her sister will bear you witness. from that day until she the ghost, He who has life. He who has the son has life. He who does not have the Son of God has no life. He who has the son has life. He who does not have the Son of God has no life. She kept talking, she kept at it, she kept at it until she departed to be with Jesus. What a beautiful time. We went to the funeral. And I was talking to Kennel, I, as I sat quietly, and as I was reasoning, you no, know, when I said, I reason with the Holy Ghost. And I said to Kennel, I said, Kennel, I don't know how you and me would depart. But for me, this was one of the best ways to depart. When you are at the hospital, you have enough, and the word of God is just coming. You are being fed; nobody is coming to trouble you. because Of course, there are people who can be on the sick bed, and they will still be troubled because come on, I come, come, come back. Tell them when I come back, it go be butu, butu, butu. She was not like that. She was not like that. She was sober. And she rather was telling other people, "Ah, it is only Jesus who can make you think like that. When you are even suffering, you still have life in you to pass it on." So, my dear ones, I'm very happy that we are. The, and so, yeah, coming back to my story, I said to Kanal, "You see, I don't know how God just chose to." To to prepare this woman like this. She's one of the few folks who were so well prepared. So well prepared to meet her maker. So well prepared to meet her maker. Some may die in an accident when they have gone to fool around. And they are coming. They may die. Some, they had gone to do something, they may die. Some, you see, but this one, the Lord said, Karen... I am preparing you. And those of us who think that you can enter heaven anyhow, I have news for you. No, 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 it cannot be. You have to be properly prepared, cleansed by the blood, delivered, shaping properly. That evening on the bed you know that you are communing with Him. Sister told me something Wonderful. She said she was lying in bed a few hours to the time that she was going to go. She could, she could feel that there was a kind of rain falling and it's, and she said to her sister, don't you hear the heaven rains falling? Oh, I can't wait to go there. Blessed be the name of the Lord. So I'm not ashamed at all and I'm very happy that I have the privilege to to talk about this woman. She heard everything. She repented. She forgave people. There are many people who are sitting here. They, can, they have said to themselves. Nino Femi. That one I cannot forgive you. Why? 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 May you be prepared. As she was prepared told Kennel, how many of us will have it like this? How many of us? So, brother, you and me, let me watch over you. You too watch over me. So that when you see I'm going with so Osafu, please feel free. I said that to him. Child of God, may I read something to you? See, sometimes, let me just finish this quickly in two minutes. And those who come for and, and come forth, those who have done good to the resurrection of life and those who have done evil to the resurrection of condemnation. It is there, pure, pure, pure. Come with me to 1 John chapter 4, verse number 1 to 6. And I will close on that quickly. And Pastor Bimpong will help us to give thanks to God for our dear sister. You see... I would, okay, maybe I should read it in K- NKJV so that people can hear, know, because I actually prefer to do it in, in, NT, in NLT. But let me first do this. The Bible says, So then, since Christ suffered physical pain, which our sister did, you arm yourselves with the same attitude he had, and be ready to suffer too. And if you have suffered physically, For Christ you have finished sinning. In other words we must resist sin so much that sometimes we must incur on ourselves unpleasant things. Amen. You won't spend the rest You won't spend the rest of your... No, 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 no. Let me finish with King James. And then I'll come back. I have a good reason. Because I want everybody to know that it's the same thing that has been translated. That no longer should you live in the rest of of his time. No longer should you... No longer should live in the rest of his time in the flesh for the lust of men, but for the will of God. For we have spent enough of our past lifetime. In doing the will of the Gentiles. When we walked in the lewness, lust, drunkenness, rivalries, drinking parties, and abominable idolatries. And in regard to these, they think it's strange that you do not run with them. Which Karen did. She changed. She did not run with them. Uh, in regard to this, they think it's strange that you do not run with them in the same flood of dissipation, speaking evil of you. They will speak bad of you. They will give an, uh, they will give an account to him who is ready to judge the living and the dead. The verse 6 is actually where I'm going to. If I start breaking it down, I won't finish. There's verse 6 says, for this reason, the gospel was preached also To those who are dead. Hallelujah. So what I'm telling you, I'm bringing life. Praise the Lord. The gospel was preached to those who are dead. That they might be judged according to men in the flesh. But live according to God in the spirit. Amen. Now turn to NLT and let me read it from there. And then the Bible says that for this. Thank you. So then, since Christ suffers physical pain, you must arm yourselves with the same attitude he had and be ready to suffer too. For if you have suffered physically for Christ, you have finished with sin. You won't spend the rest of your life chasing your own desires. Can I pause here for a minute? There are many, 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 many people whose hearts and minds are occupied by many things of this, not christ and that is a border when you go to bed and you rise in the morning what are some of the things that are occupying your heart you know by god's grace now one of the things that i'm i'm it's consuming me is that i may see somebody and present christ to him that's what i'm interested in that's all That's why I came and said, Church, let's go on Sunday afternoon. You won't spend the rest of your life chasing your own desires, but will be anxious to do the will of God. When a man has encountered Christ, he becomes so anxious, Christ, what must we do about this matter? That's the right way of living. And then the verse number three says that you have had, you have had enough in your past, in your past of, sorry, let me read it again. You have had enough in the past of the evil things that, uh, that godless people enjoy, their immorality and their lust. They are feasting and drunkenness and wild parties. They are terrible worship of idols. So many of us will just anywhere we go when somebody is dead, that's when we want to go and take the Guinness. That's when we want to display all kinds of things. Let me tell you today, you have spent too much time doing those things. Bible says God is calling you that you may repent from those things and surrender to Jesus. Whom to know is life eternal. I beg you. I'm begging you. This matter I'm raising is not a small thing. Let me tell you today I see the heavens, and somebody taking records that you heard it. Somebody is recording that you heard it today. See, the Bible says, Stay there early. Drunkenness, wild parties, and their terrible worship of idols. You know, Kusum, they say, I wish I could say that in Ghana. Kusum too is Kusum. I don't know, but you should understand what I mean. Why are we doing that? There is a living God. When you give your life to Christ, you don't fear. Some of us have walked in dangerous places. Somebody looked at me when he had jujured me two years ago. And it didn't work. I bumped into him. are you alive? I said, is there anything wrong? I said, we jujured you. You didn't die. No way. No way. Why? Because it is Jesus. Who gave me his life. Ah. Son of God. I thank you. See. Those of us who have taken delight. In all the pleasure of life. Please. It will not help us. It won't help us. God is calling you. And he will save you. He loves you. He doesn't want you to be caught in that act. And be caught wrongfully. Quickly, let me say something here in the next verse, Ellie. Of course, your former friends are surprised when you no longer plunge into the flood of wild and destructive things. They do. They will slander you. Sometimes when we turn around from some of the things we don't like, even our families hate us. Our friends hate us because they want us to come along. It is when we come along that they can be comfortable. But when we allow Christ to take over, they don't like us. They don't like us. Hey, may I say to you, I'm not ashamed. I'm not afraid. My Kumasi people, huh, they know I don't worry about them. If the Lord calls me right now, I'm going to make a paper for me. That when the man was alive, he says that when you that when he dies, you come as visitors. His church will decide. Yeah. If Moses' body was kept quiet, then my own tomb was kept nicely. Praise the Lord. We need to write a few things. beg you. You are my lawyer. Hallelujah. I will say, but you know, once I'm in this body, children of God, I beg you. I want to serve Jesus until He comes for me. And I'm not saying this because I'm going to die, because I have too many outreaches to do. The Quran thing, the virus must go, so I can go. The North have been waiting for me. House to house is waiting for me, so God knows, and He's giving me the grace. Amen. But let me bring my message to a close by reading this. But remember that they will, they, they will have to face God. Who will judge everyone, both the living and the dead? Then the verse number six, you will do that for me. One, two. Love this. That is why the good news was preached to those who are now dead. So, although they were destined to die like all people, they now live forever with God in the Spirit. Praise the Lord! If you want to live with God in the Spirit, and you have heard the Word of God, and something is already working on your heart, it is not a difficult thing. All you need to do is to surrender and say, Jesus! Did not know it like this. Now I have come. So simple. And as you have faith, he would accept you. But if you think that, yes, yeah, I've done this before, and this and that, and if you have done it before and your life hasn't changed, we have a problem. But I know that he is here right now to bring you a life that will let you hate sin, that will let you hate unrighteousness, and to live for Jesus. Bow your heads with me for a prayer. Thank you. Maybe you say, Pastor Dennis, I didn't know. It like this. And I'm ready to give my life to him. Let me tell you, the Bible says that just shall live by faith. If you will say, Jesus, today I want to enter into covenant with you, and ready as for forgiveness that your blood will cleanse me I am ready Jesus brother let me tell you Jesus is ready he is ready to receive you as we have bowed all by our heads we say Pastor Dennis would you please pray for me right now that I may receive this Jesus that Karen received that I may enter into covenant with him I am ready to do that As we bow our heads, you want me for you want me to pray that prayer for you. Would you lift up your right hand, and I will see it, and I'll pray for you. God bless you, boy. God bless you. Lift it up so I can see. There's no shame in this. God bless you. Those of you with your hands up, with your hands up, would you stand, please? Stand to your feet. Wherever you are, you just stand to your feet. Defile everything and say, I'm surrendering to Jesus. I know that when it comes to this, people are so ashamed. Let me tell you, we are not talking church. We are talking encounter with Jesus. Stand to your feet. God bless you. God bless you too. Who again is joining them? The three of them. God bless you up there as well. All right. Yeah, Pastor Joe, thanks. Those of you with your hands up, thank you, brother. Put your hand on your chest and say this prayer after me. My father, I know I'm a sinner and I have walked my own way but I have heard your voice. I may be dead in trespasses But I'm ready because I have heard your voice. Say this after me sincerely with all of your heart and your mouth. Therefore, I come to you, Jesus, to give my life to you. I'm really sorry. I repent from my sins and I open my heart That you may come in. I receive you Lord. I receive you as my Lord. And as my personal Savior. Come in. You are welcome. Dine with me. The rest of my life. And let me live for you. In the name of Jesus Christ. Thank you for receiving me. Amen. Please take your seat, Father.